Ridiculous. Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. And I'm Robin. And we're digging deeper into the world we love. Welcome, everybody. We are pretty excited about today. We had a little break because there was a, a tiny Potterhead born. And so she's hanging out with us today while we report. Um, today we're going to talk about the Hogwarts founders. So I'm excited about things. I, I'm excited, too. I yeah. found out some very interesting information that I didn't know. I can't wait to hear what you found because I didn't look at any of your information. I just kind of oh, let okay. you go. But, um, you know, I'm confused. I, I guess, I don't, I don't want to say laziness, but how difficult is it to come up with dates of people's birth? I, right? I, mean, I don't understand. The medieval era. I know. Really? You came yeah. up with an entire world in your head and you can't come up with the birth date of four people right because it's super hard to tell I mean you came up with the birth and death dates of the ghosts I know but I you know. can't do that for the, the founders. founders of all people the founders okay yeah uh, so I'm just I'm confused about that I guess maybe, I don't know if she just was like nobody will care and, and maybe it was one of these things where it was like because in the books we don't we're not immersed in the founders but the ghosts are right there with us true the whole time uh, that could be yeah. it that could be it so, but I mean, it just kind of like where they <laughs> where did they go but uh, so anyway um all right so i have some funnies to tell you <laughs> so we get home from the hospital after we have her and we're laying in bed and we're both tired and uh <clears throat> we're flipping through Netflix and I said oh look all the Lord of the Rings are on um, Netflix and he goes is Hagrid in there and I said Hagrid what are you talking about he goes you know the big dude with the, the bushy beard and the, the animals and I was like you mean Hagrid and I'm like no <laughs> that's Harry Potter this is Lord of the Rings so then he goes yeah, but Dumbledore's in Lord of the Rings. And I said, no. no I said, the only connection there is the guy who played Gandalf is Dumbledore. No, he didn't. Yeah, Gandalf the Grey. No, he didn't. Or, That's Ian McKellen. Gandalf the Grey is Hold Ian on. McKellen. No, okay, maybe not Gandalf. The white one. Gandalf the white. Is Ian McKellen. He's Richard. He's not... Does he just look like Dumbledore then? Yes, okay. he looks like him, but right. he's not. He's Ian McKellen. That's fine with me. And I'm so <laughs> stoked that I actually remembered his name. And I cannot remember who is Michael Gambon. Yeah, Michael Gambon is he's Dumbledore. The, he's Dumbledore. Yeah. But Ian McKellen is in The Lord of the Rings. Okay. So they're, and they're not. Yeah. They're, okay. they're two different people. They're twins then. But they do look a lot alike. And in fact, when Richard Harris um, died, I said... Um, know who I was talking to. I might have been talking to my good friend Betsy, who's who gave me the books to begin with to read from mm -hmm. her children. Um, I might have said to her, you know what? That's who they need to get to be Dumbledore is Ian McKellen. And she was like, I, mean, I don't think, because I think they were still filming uh, The Lord of the Rings, and I don't think that he could, I don't think he could do it or something. I just need or to. Or he might have been doing X-Men, because he's uh, Magneto oh, in X-Men. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first X-Men, not the younger guy. Okay. All right. Yeah, touche. <laughs> You're right. 
The only difference is like she the nose. She googled it. I had to Google it. I, it's been so long. The last time I watched Lord of the Rings was I was probably sixteen or seventeen. That's ten years ago. I watched the first one and the other two I couldn't get through. I just couldn't really? do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, they're good. I, but you know now, don't let my oh I can't, I can't tell I can't because uh, my boss's kid listens to this. I can't say. <laughs> I might be able to watch it now though. Yeah, good lord, they're like twins. I don't yeah, understand do that. They do look a lot alike. It's with the it's the beard. It's gotta be the yeah, beard and it's the hair. The beard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's insane. But Ian McKellen, I think, would have been and nothing against Michael Gambon. I just it just it irritates me in four where he runs up and grabs Harry and he's oh. and run, you know, did he you runs, put your name in the yeah I'm sorry no. Dumbledore doesn't no. do that and it just no. and I think Ian McKellen could have pulled that off a little bit better yeah that's just well, me personally but but uh, I don't know if that was a Michael Gambon thing or if it was a directorial directorial it thing. should have been a J.K. Rowling going it really should have been stop what yeah. you're doing. This is incorrect. But yeah. whatever, I wasn't a part of it. That gets the fan base riled up. <laughs> okay, so what's your next story? Okay, so the next story is the same same conversation. He says, what was that movie we went and saw in theaters? Uh, imaginary Animals and Where They May Lay? And I'm like, Imaginary Beasts and Where to Find Them? <laughs> About Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Yeah. Also, see, I get the name wrong because I'm still sleep deprived. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's the imaginary animals are where they may lay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was like, all right, babe. Okay. Oh, my God, I snorted. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was funny. I enjoyed that. That was good. I like yeah. that. I don't have any stories. It's because I'm working all the time. I have... I'll have randalisms from time to time. Sometimes I'll get Amy, <laughs> but we haven't been talking about it here lately, so. Yeah. You'll have to get her. Just depends. Okay. Look at us putting our, our people on blast. That was funny. <laughs> Imaginary. I'm going to remember that. I'm yeah. going to go home and tell Amy about that. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> Rowena Ravenclaw, I'm gonna, I'll go first and then, yeah. I'll, and then I'll let you do yours. That's good. Um, Rowena Ravenclaw. There, there's just not a lot of like cool information on her um, basically everything that was on Pottermore was everything that we already knew and if you didn't know about this I can't help you with that but anyway so I'll just go through the information that I have so her full, full name is Rowena Ravenclaw she don't have a middle name Betsy we said that was your friend's name yeah Betsy well, yeah. I like it I'm yeah. going to put it in because I think it should be an R though don't say Robin um, I think it should be an R look, though, like um, Rowena Rose. Radcliffe or something. Oh. <laughs> Radcliffe Ravenclaw. <laughs> that would be cool. She's named after Daniel Radcliffe. That would be an awesome middle name. Okay. So, we don't have an exact birth date, which is so weird, but she was born in mid- the medieval era, which was would be what? Seven a thousand years ago. Well, because the because well, she would have to be close to that era was because it was built a thousand years ago. The, yeah. So she, they were what in their third sixty. We don't know well, how old they were. So let me let me say this because in the next episode we're gonna talk about the ghosts. Helena was born before nine eighty two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Okay, so maybe in the um, 800s then, around in there. 
early 900s. Yeah, early 900s. She wasn't 82 years yeah, old. She late, gave birth. We don't know because they live really long lives. They, Good they, Lord. They, Bless uh, her. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so she founded Ravenclaw House. Um, she was extremely skilled and she was known for her intelligence and wisdom. And I, I want to make a statement here. <clears throat> wisdom and intelligence are, are two different things because mm-hmm. I have. I have gotten in arguments about with people about well, wisdom and intelligence are the same thing. Is not no. because you have people who are intelligent and they have no common sense. Right. And common sense develops wisdom. So the way I think of it is, is intelligence is something you can get from like a book. Wisdom right. is something you have to you have to learn experience and, earn and learn. And, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if you have it's like Solomon he was very wise Mm -hmm. but he was also intelligent but he was intelligent because God gifted him that he was wise because he asked for it right God even though God gifted him the wisdom he didn't gift it until he was asked for it Mm -hmm. so that that's kind of how kind of how I look 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 about about it how I see it um and then her death is that she died of a broken heart um, from her daughter yeah. uh, leaving. And that kind of, when I read, I knew that had happened, but when I read it, it kind of, I saw, I, I kind of saw a parallel between that and um, Moropi. Because Moropi okay. died of a broken heart, but she didn't die of a broken heart because of her child. She died of a broken heart because... Of the man she loved, right? But Rowena died because of because of what her child did, right? And because her, her child left, yeah, and didn't come back, yeah. So I, I kind of drew, drew a similar line with that. I can see that, yeah, for sure. Yep. So she was from Glen, um, and she was the most brilliant witch of her time. Hermione. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wore a diadem that was said to grant wisdom to the wearer. And so here's my question on the diadem. Mm-hmm. Did she make it or did she have it made like say she went to the uh, goblins? Oh my God, I couldn't <laughs> think. And said like uh, Slytherin, uh, not Slytherin, um, Gryffindor. And asked, and did she ask them to make it? Do we know if it's, is it goblin made? Do we know? <clears throat> I couldn't find any information. It just says that she had a, di- a diadem. Well, she doesn't talk. It doesn't talk about where she got it from, just that it that she wore it and it was it granted wisdom to the wearer. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's that's um. I I don't know. I mean, it could be a could be goblin made, but it's I mean, the same was, thing with um, Hufflepuff's cup. We don't know how it was made. True. Yeah. True. Um, her daughter grew very jealous of her incredible intelligence, so she stole her mother's diadem and ran away, a fact that Rowena kept hidden from her fellow founders even when she fell ill. So, the legend is she died of a broken heart, but she felt ill. So did she, so did she get ill because her daughter ran away, or did, was, did she get sick, and then her broken heart continued to make so that she died 
I would say... I don't know, because, I mean... And I'll, I'll get into this in the next episode when we talk about uh, Ravenclaw, or Helena Ravenclaw, but I, it said that she had a tumultuous relationship with her mother. So, I don't know. It could go either way, honestly. Like, maybe Helena was I like... Just wish, I, I just wish that there was a, a little bit more information... On the founders. On that, inform, you yeah. know, on that, just because it's very interesting. And I, I you know, I know that... The, they're doing the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. You know, the imaginary animals are where they lay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> it, maybe she'll, they'll do movies about the founders. That would be great. You know, that'd be, that would yeah. be very interesting to see how they built the castle and how they came together. And I would prefer a book. Yeah. That's just me, though. <laughs> yeah. Jim Dale. Yeah, Jim Dale can yep. read it to all of all us. Right. So she was very desperate to see her daughter for one last time. So she sent a man to bring her home. Unfortunately, um, it was the man that was head over heels with um, Helena, the Bloody Baron. And so he was very upset with her, and he killed her in a rage. And then he killed himself. um, Because she refused to come home. And legend tells us that um, Ravenclaw died of a broken heart. No wonder Helena's ghost has become Ravenclaw's house ghost and would often roam the corridors in silence. Her symbol is an eagle, unless you're watching the movies and it's a raven. And her colors are blue and bronze, unless you're watching the movie and it's blue and silver. And that is very... That is very... um, It's a Irritating. Yeah, it's a sword. It's very irritating. And I'm not even a Ravenclaw, but... It's my backup house, so I, I get annoyed with it. You know, why change it? I know a lot of people are like, well, because it looks better on film. Um, hello, special effects. Yeah. It's it's just weird. And, and you can make the bronze to where it looks good on. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. And why would you change it to a stupid raven? Yeah, I mean, it's because it's Ravenclaw, and it has yeah, to be what? super Yeah, but basic. she didn't choose raven, she chose eagle. Yeah. Um, she is said to have invented the ever-changing floor plans, and we talked about that last time with the yep. Marauder's Map. Yep. And there is a bust, <laughs> um, if the bust, owned by Xenophilius uh, Lovegood, and the statue in the Ravenclaw common room of Rowena are accurate depictions. She was beautiful, but slightly intimidating in appearance. And, and a lot of, and I don't, this is just me, a lot of very beautiful women can be intimidating. Yeah. So, I mean, I can cool. see where they got that from, that she's intimidating. And there. she was smart. Like, she, she was, yeah. that she was known for that. So, I mean, she could easily be portrayed as intimidating. Yeah. Um, so, in, in regards to, to whether Ravenclaw's diadem was made of silver, goblin silver, um, this I I found this is just people's opinion, but it says um, the tiara had been described as tarnished, so I'm assuming it's some sort of silver. Then you see somebody else say, "Yes, but goblin silver does not tarnish." I was just gonna say that when you had read that, I was yeah. like, "Well, wait, that doesn't tarnish though." So, so maybe so maybe it wasn't made of go- of goblin silver. Yeah, I, I would assume it was just regular silver that yeah. was enchanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Let me get my dog back up and get moved. 
Alright, I am going to talk about the the founder of our house, which is Helga Hufflepuff, who could have been my best friend. (laughs) Alright, so Helga Hufflepuff was born in the 10th century in Wales. Um, She is described as a small, plump woman with red hair and blue eyes, and she is often smiling. So, like... Um, I can post pictures on Facebook of all and uh, Instagram and Twitter of all of the founders because um, I believe it's Pottermore or the Lexicon has some really cool Here. pictures of them. Yeah, yeah, Lexicon does. Yeah. Um, so this is cool because we we don't really we're not really told too much about um, about the founders, but we don't know if she's a pureblood or a half blood, um, and we also don't know what her wand is. Um, we do, however, know that her best friend was Rowena. Ro- I hate her name because I can't say Ro- it. Yeah, Rowena. Rowena Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Ro- Rowena. Rowena. Yeah. Rowena. Rowena. There we go. Okay. <laughs> if I'm not thinking about it, I can say it. Um, Helga was known for her compassionate nature and her kind ways, which is, I mean, that's just a Hufflepuff thing. Oh, and this one. This is. This is, I think, what most Hufflepuffs are known for. Um, she was gifted for food-related charms, and, you know, we Hufflepuffs can eat. Um, she could produce a non-corporal Patronus. <clears throat> um, her recipes are still used No, wait a minute, I want to ask you a question. What's yeah, a non-corporeal co- Patronus? It's the, um, the one that Harry makes. The stag. So, like, okay, you can, there's, there's a couple different, like, I think it's, there's two different types of Patronuses. There's the non-corporeal, where it's the actual animal okay. that comes out, and then I can't remember what the other one's called, but it's just, like, wispy bits of silver. Watch me be completely wrong about that. Let's, let's look that up. You got that? Do you want me to keep going while you're looking it up, or you want me to wait? Corporal punishment. I, need well, to, you know. I, I don't spell very well. <laughs> let, me, let me get in there. Hold on a second. Okay. Copy and paste is my friend. You can go ahead while I'm looking that up. Okay. Um, so over a thousand years later, her recipes are still used in the Hogwarts kitchen. Um, she's the one who is responsible for arranging for the house elves to work in the kitchens at Hogwarts. Um, and by doing so, she was giving them a safe place to live, or uh, yeah, live and work where they wouldn't be mistreated, which I think Hermione sorely sorely missed the mark missed, on that one she, i'm actually listening to it right now and to five and mm-hmm. uh dobby has come to see harry and he's got all of the knitted hats and oh. the socks on four sorry no i'm in five yeah but he oh but he, he comes to visit him in five with all the hats though yeah he brings the owl he brings uh he brings him uh um hegwig this what Hedwig oh, was right. injured, and injured. he brings Hedwig to him. Yeah, you're right. And okay, he's like, and you're he right. goes, um, "Are you taking yeah all you. the hats?" Yeah. And Dobby goes, "Yes, sir, I am." <laughs> and he goes, "I'm the only one cleaning the um, Gryffindor common room because all the other house elves refuse to do it." That's right. So right. not so not only did she not understand why the house elves were there, that they were protected. Yeah. And they were happy to do the work. Hello. But she put, because what she was doing, put all of that work on Dobby. 
Yeah. And he was happy with it because it was where Harry was. Right. But you're still putting a lot of work on one little house elf. Right. Well, you got to think where he came from, though. He came from the Malfoys. That's I'm true. Sure he was used to it. That's Which, true. Speaking of Dobby, will you tell your what you what you texted me earlier? I, I died. <laughs> so um, I take uh, my dog Dobby serious to work with me. So I have, I have to work every. I'm uh, I'm a half a trainee, so hopefully this will end soon, and I will work every other Saturday. But um, so I I told uh, Sam I was like, okay, so I'm almost done. We're getting ready to leave. I'm gonna go home and drop the elf off, and then I'll be on my way to your house. <laughs> I'm sitting in be- in the bedroom and I was feeding the baby and I laughed so hard that like she she popped off and Randall walks in the room he's like what's the matter with you and I'm like Rob is dropping the elf off and he just kind of like yeah he's yeah he's like <laughs> okay whatever you yeah. weird people yeah um okay so Helga Hufflepuff owned a small golden cup with a badger engraved on the side of it. Um, and it did have a few jewels on it. Um, I wonder... I, I'll come back to that thought. Um, so the cup is said to have possessed many powers, um, although the extent of the powers is unknown. Um, Tom Riddle later turned it into a horcrux that Hermione destroyed with a basilisk bang in the Battle of Hogwarts. Um, and then the cup is also the only known object to have been stolen from the Grimgots vaults. So, my thought... Was a badger her Patronus, do you think? Oh, probably. Think it was her, like, anim- animagus one? Okay, well, let's go back to the Patronus, because I'll look okay. that up. And it says a corporeal Patronus is a fully shaped spirit animal conjured with the Patronus charm. Okay, so I was back. An incorporeal Patronus is just smoke or vapor, and it's usually the best the wizard can hope for. Before Harry Potter realized he could use the happy memory of his friends to conjure the silver stag, he could only muster a semi-transparent cloud or silvery gas from his wand. Uh, Lavender Brown and Neville Longbottom were unable to move beyond the vaporary stage. That's interesting. I would have thought. So they so um, Helga could so Helga couldn't couldn't do that. No, I would have thought that she would have, which is crazy to me. Um. So I wonder, I wonder if she was an animagist then. I wonder if the badger would have been her form. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It may, yeah. There's got it. She had to have had some connection to a badger. I mean, if you're, right, because if you're very a sweet, most badgers are, you don't realize how mean and yeah, aggressive they, aggressive they yeah. are. And there had to be a reason why she had she had that as the, as the house animal. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, we have some some other crazy information on Helga Hufflepuff. Um, Hel- he- Hepzibah? There we go. Hepzibah Smith is a, a supposedly a descendant. She remember because she was telling Tom Riddle that the story about how she got the cup. Right. And she's a descendant, mm-hmm. blah, blah, Um. So, when Helga, when they all kind of came together to do the hat, or even before that, when they were sorting the students, Gryffindor wanted a certain type, Slytherin wanted a certain type, and Ravenclaw wanted a certain type. Well, Hufflepuff said, I'll take them all, and I'll teach them all, and I'll love them all. Um, and so, 
That's, that's really what it says here. It says, uh, took the loyal, hardworking, patient, and tolerant and treated them all equally. And uh, Hufflepuff students are described as loyal and hardworking. Which I would say, I'd say that fits us both. You know, when I was sorted um, into Hufflepuff, I was not happy about it. Yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed, too. But and, now I'm like, mess with a Hufflepuff. I'll show yeah, you. I'll and, show you and, what's up. Uh, and, you know, I know that a lot of people, are, you know, were like, oh, well, I'll just make a new email and I'll, I'll get sorted and I'll change. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. Because mm-hmm. I answered honestly. And so I must, I, once I thought about it and was like, I, I must be. A Hufflepuff, so I embraced yeah. it. So and and you know it's funny because Pottermore has been out for what maybe at least ten years or more. Oh my god! I guess maybe I don't know. Well, I was in high school when it came out. I want to. I believe <clears throat> so. Well, my heart attack anniversary is getting ready to come up, and that's nine years. So and I think it came out like right after that. Okay, we're not too far off. So about that, maybe eight years, maybe? 2012. Not too far off. So I was a year out of high school. Okay. Um, I took that quiz back then. That's when I did it. Yeah. yeah. And I got Hufflepuff, and I didn't like it. But now, every now and then I'll go in and be like, I wonder. And never, ever have I ever gotten a different result. I'm always, even even in the, the BuzzFeed one that takes all the Pottermore questions and puts them into one... Even then, it's always, for me, it's always Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Slytherin. Always. Oh. Never do I. And I, I can change my answers, too, but I always get. You always get it? Yeah. And, and I don't try to move the answers to align to a house. Yeah. I answer them honestly, or if, I go, if I'm like, okay, well, maybe it could be, I could go with another one. I'll go back and do it again, and I'm still the same way. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so then um, we'll do Slytherin so that you can end with Gryffindor. Okay. So Salazar, Slytherin, again, he was born in the medieval era. This was interesting. Um, His wand contained a fragment of Basculus horn. So it's considered that um, he actually probably made his own wand. Yeah. um, Because of the Basculus horn. So he had a Basculus even before... Yeah, he had a pet basilisk. Yeah, even before the house and everything. Come here, Fluffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, obviously, he founded Slytherin House. He was an accomplished legitimans and one of the first recorded parcel mouths. <coughs> Wouldn't that make him really the only parcel mouth? Because didn't it just follow his line? I mean, I mean, because... I, well, I mean, I know that, like, I mean... If, uh, if he was never mind that didn't make any sense forget <laughs> it never mind sorry okay for many well, years as well as among as well all was well among the founders until um, Slytherin from Fenn suggested that only those from magical families deserved to come to Hogwarts and his three friends stood against him he left the school but he built a secret room inside the castle with a and, and, you know, you talk about a narcissist with a great <laughs> statue of himself and a monster inside that only he could control. So obviously that must have been his pet. Yeah. And you left it there? Did you think that that basilisk was like, dude, you really 
Maybe that's why he's so mean. Could be. Could be me <laughs> mad. Um, it wouldn't. The chamber wouldn't remain a secret. The ch- excuse me. The chamber remained a secret until Slytherin's heir came to Hogwarts to finish his work. His work. Um, he also left behind a golden locket, which would have become a treasured family heirloom. And we know that eventually that that actually became a Horcrux for Mr. Voldemort. Hmm. I'm not calling him Lord. I refuse to do it. Moldy, moldy. Yeah, I'm not calling him Lord. I'm not doing it. Despite his flaws, he was a talented wizard. Um, and his twisted legacy and talents lived on through many members of his bloodline, specifically Voldemort. Thankfully, his hostile natures toward Muggleborns was something that was not many that not many of the wizarding community agreed with. And not all of his legacy was bad. A very distant descendant of his, Isolt Sayer. Is that right? Sayer? He salt stuff. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I would say Sayer is correct. Okay. Um, <laughs> We go on to um, found Ilvermorny School here in America. And his wand would eventually be buried in the school grounds, turning into a snakewood tree with leaves with restorative powers. So, two things. Does that mean his wand would was snakewood? Um, they look. Or can, if they don't say, can we assume it was snakewood? skills <clears throat> it says here um, because when I saw that that had a basculus horn in it I wanted more information it said that he mu- he also may have been an accomplished wand maker as it seems likely he made his own wand which that its core is made of basculus horn but it doesn't say what this wood is I'm gonna make it a head cane and then it was snake wood it's snake wood yeah I don't even know what snake wood is I don't even know what that is I'll google it um, the other question I have... Now, wait a minute. There's, there's more about this wand, oh, okay. which is really, really cool. Okay, so his wand, which had the core of the basculus horn in it, could be shut down and rendered useless through parcel tongue. Really? And carefully kept secret through his family. His wand is now buried in the, in the grounds, and a snakewood tree grew out of it. So, if you knew that, you could render his wand useless if you could speak parcel tongue. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, so Snakewood, if you haven't seen Snakewood, look it up. Because it kind of looks like a snake skin. Can you see that? That's disgusting. Isn't it? I would not have anything to do with that. I wouldn't I would either. chop it down and make it firewood <laughs> and we would have a bonfire. Um, but it's, it's kind of a, it's a neat pattern to be on, a, on wood it's, though. It's very neat. And yeah. It's, yeah. I wouldn't want it. No. But it's it's interesting that wood would actually grow like that. Um All right. So the other question I had, <clears throat> the ring uh, that was that was a gaunt family heirloom too, wasn't it? Yes. But was but it, it Slytherin's or No, I don't I don't think it came from Slytherin. Okay. I think it I think it came from I think it was passed down. I think um because Harry is def- um, descended from the Peverells. Yeah. And I think the Gaunts are descended from the Peverells as well. Oh. Because uh, Tom comes from the line of Slytherin, but they also say that he has uh, Peveril blood in him as well. 
Okay. So, because him and Harry are uh, loosely related. Yes. Through the Peveril side. Right. So, I think that the ring came, was descended down through, the locket was Slytherin's and the ring was Peveril's. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. And we should do the, we should do an episode, like, on the artifacts of the Horcruxes. Okay. I'm all for that. Yeah, okay. I think that'd be really cool. That would be a, kind of a long episode, but I'm all for well, it. Well, we could break it up. We yeah. wouldn't have to do, like, we could, we could do, you know. Heck, I'm all for long episodes. I love it. Um, alright. So, for the final founder, who I think is, he's kind of cool, but... Alright, so the final founder uh, is Godric Gryffindor. He is the only one that we can pinpoint an exact location of his, uh, where he was from. Um, he's from England, and what we now know as Godric's Hollow is where he's from. So, again, we have no idea what his wand is. Um, he is described as tall and muscular with green eyes and a lion-like mane of wavy red hair and a beard to match. I love that because the symbol of, of Gryffindor is a lion. And when you see the picture of him <clears throat> on the lexicon, he kind of reminds you of a lion. Yeah. So it's cool. Um, <clears throat> so this is why I think Gryffindor is like one of, probably my favorite founder just because he wasn't, um, he wasn't cocky enough to think he only needed magic. Um, so he was said to be the best duelist of his time, and the reason for that is because he was skilled in both magic and magic dueling and sword combat. Um, he was skilled in charms. He's also capable of producing a non-corporal Patronus. I kind of want to look that up because it seems crazy to me that he can't maybe, produce one. Maybe did it say non-corporeal or did yeah. it, or did it say corporeal when you looked? No, up? I'm pretty sure it said corporeal. Um. Because, because... Let's get to the lexicon and look. Maybe um, Ravenclaw and Slytherin could not produce Patronuses, and the other two could. Hufflepuff and... Well, but think about it. You think that Ro Rowena Ravenclaw's not going to be able to do something like that? I don't know. Hermione couldn't do it. Yeah, she did. That was... She barely... But she did. Remember... Well, she did eventually, but yeah. barely. Well, just because you have to work at something doesn't mean that you... Well, that's true, but yeah. I mean, you know, Harry said that's the one spell she had she struggled with. with. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Hermione. I'm sure she hated that. She got to drive her up, up a creek. Come on, computer. You can do it. All right, let's see. Oh gosh, it's gonna take me forever to find this. Let me see here. Well, maybe I have the wrong page up because this is not as much information as I had last time. Oh, you know, I wonder if I, I wonder if I put the link to this article in. I'm sorry if you hear babies huffing and puffing because she's she's squeaking. I did put a link in it. I'm just not smart enough to click the link. And make the link open. Goodness. I'm blaming my kid. 
Nope, that's the bottom one, I think. Dang it. Are you looking it up? I'm trying to. Okay, I'm going to go on then. Okay, you go on. Um, <clears throat> so Slytherin and Gryffindor were the best of friends um, until Slytherin insisted that Hogwarts be purebloods only. Um, Gryffindor was the most in favor of, of allowing um, Muggleborns into the school. He thought that as long as you were worthy of practicing or of having the magical ability, you were worthy of going to Hogwarts. Um, so a portrait of Gryffindor hangs in Hogwarts. <clears throat> um, it's the, it's the, it's guarding a shortcut between the seventh floor landing. Um, so, wow. Well, how did I type this? Because I can't read my own typing. Wow. Okay. This says a portrait of Gryffindor hung at Hogwarts guarded a shortcut between the seventh floor of the landing of the staircase and the great hall and the password for that is said to be starshine i just can't summarize my own writing all right so gryffindor left two relics um at the school the first one um is the sorting hat which all four founders enchanted so that um students could be sorted after they died um they all put their own like essence of themselves into it so it would properly sort the students. Um, and then the other one is the Sword of Gryffindor. It's a goblin made sword that was adorned or is adorned with rubies. And then the set the sword is capable of acquiring powers from those that it had slain, which Hermione says uh, in um, Deathly Hallows, the sword it only takes in what makes it stronger. Which is why took in the basilisk but um therefore you can use the sword to destroy a horcrux um so the two items share a bond um the the sword will allow itself to be pulled out of the hat whenever a true gryffindor is in need and um gryffindor was said to be forward thinking due to creating the sorting hat which showed his cleverness and creativity so again i'll come back to that so uh, he had a versatile mindset as he chose to carry both the sword and a wand, choosing to use a sword against muggle opponents rather than magic, showing a sense of fairness as well as his need to challenge himself. Um, so he praised courage, determination, and strength of heart. We don't know how he died. Um, and then JK, I, I, I love this. This is, this is my headcanon. I, if you haven't noticed, I love anything to do with the giant squid. So it says, J.K. jokingly stated that if Gryffindor was still alive, he would be the giant squid, making him the biggest and oldest animag... Anima Is it animagus or animagus or animagius? Or... Well, I go by Jindel. He, call, he, he calls it an animagus. Okay, so we'll call it animagus. Um, making him the biggest and the oldest animagus in the wizarding world. Which, that's my headcanon. Like, Gryffindor is, is the giant squid. Um, and he's the only founder who is not mentioned to have descendants. So one thing I do kind of want to go back and say is that when we think about Hermione, a lot of people say Hermione could have easily been in Ravenclaw, which, yes, I can see, but if you also put 
if you com- compare Hermione and Gryffindor, they're very similar. Cleverness, creativity, right. fairness, courage, determination, strength of heart. Hermione has all of that. She does. Like, yes. Like, I don't see her being in any other house other than Gryffindor. But that's just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... I couldn't find... I couldn't find... But what I did find... I did find this. It says a successful conjure Patronus can take two forms. Incorporeal and corporeal. And both types are... Are both types very greatly in their appearance and strength. So an incorporeal is one which does not resemble any living creature and has very few distinguishing features. Incorporeal Patronuses resemble a burst of vapor smoke without any clearly defined form shooting from the tip of the wand. While they may be partially effective at halting Dementors, but not repelling them and shielding the caster from them, incorporeal Patronuses are not fully-fledged Patronuses and are regarded as more primitive or weaker version of the true charm. So I don't, I don't, I couldn't find whether they, him and, and, um, Helga. Helga could do it. It doesn't talk about them in this. And I, when I put it into the search, it didn't come up. Oh, you know what? I know where I got it from. I got it from the wiki. That's what I was just on. Yeah, I just saw it. Hold on, let me straight oh, okay. get back to it. Okay. Uh-uh. Yeah, right here. Magical characteristics, Patronus, non-corporeal. Oh, okay. But... I mean, he still could get it out of... He could still get the wisps out. Yes. He just couldn't make a full animal. So that that fact came from the Harry Potter... The Lego Harry Potter years 5 through 7. It's a video game. So it may not actually be true canon, is what you're telling me. I thought the Lego games went by canon. Dude, I don't know. I don't know nothing about no, no Legos. Me either. I don't, I don't play with them. I don't build with them. And I, I find the Lego movie stupid. And if you yeah, I don't like it. if you have to have to send us an email, go ahead. It's okay. I can take it. I, I, I it doesn't. They don't thrill me. Um, I thought if it was produced and put out there, that J.K. says this is canon. Maybe. I, As I don't know about that. Um, let's just click on Lego Harry Potter and just see what it says. Let's see here. It says published by Warner Brothers. Well, then it would be come from her. That would be canon. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I do believe we are out of founders. And now we need to... I couldn't find anything for... The specific day that this is coming out, um, this is gonna you'll you'll hear this on September 29th, and there's nothing happening in the Wizarding World on September 29th. Um, so <laughs> they just didn't do anything on yeah. the 29th of September. Not a thing, yeah. Um, so we are up to let's see, where is this? Uh, we're still in before 100 AD. So um, this is where Andros is ancient wizard Andros the Invisible lives in Greece. So Andros is being known, is known for being able to produce a Patronus the size of a giant. And that's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty big. That's super magic. Yeah. Alright. Um, 
think that's about it. And my baby's getting fussy, so she needs to go see her dad. Um, so be sure to join us on Facebook page. Um, our we are at Ridiculous Podcast on Facebook. Um, we're also at Ridiculous Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me individually at Samantha Goddard03 on Instagram. You can also follow me on Instagram at RKBricky. All right, and be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. We love seeing those reviews come in. It makes us happy. Um, next week, we're going to discuss... Um, the ghosts. The ghosts. Yeah, Lord sorry. Lord, sorry. <laughs> um, also, be sure to check out Swish and Flick on iTunes. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. Bye, all.